Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Blame Game. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we come today full of praise and thanksgiving. What a wonderful God you are. You loved us so much. You sent your very own son, Jesus, and he paid the price at Calvary for all of us. But only those that choose to receive that free gift will walk in that, Father. So we thank you that you showed us the way that if we confess Jesus, with our mouth and with our heart as our Lord and Savior, believing that he died on the cross and raised from the dead on the third day, we will be saved, Father. We're so thankful you cannot lie. You're a covenant God. We come thankful today and ready to receive what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, are going to talk today about this topic, the blame game. Have you ever heard someone say that the devil made me do it? I think that quote started in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve, but it hasn't stopped. It is easy for our flesh to say that the devil made us do this or that, or he tricked me into doing this or that. Our flesh loves to play the blame game, doesn't it? Well, God gave each one of us free will to choose. We can choose right or wrong. We can choose good or bad. We can choose the blessings or the curses. We can choose life or death. So really, we can just blame ourselves when we make a bad choice. And then we can repent to God and move forward with a new day. I think one of the worst things about the blame game is when we blame God for something the devil did and does. I think the greatest example in the body of Christ is sickness and disease. So many Christians falsely believe that God gave so-and-so a sickness or disease to teach them something or to have something good come out of it. Well, part of that is true. God can take a bad situation and make something good come out of it, but that does not make him the author of the bad thing. The devil steals, kills, and destroys. And that is exactly what sickness and disease does. And think about it. If sickness and disease was from God, which it is not, but if it was, why do people go to the doctor to get better and take medicine to get better? Instead, they should have a party and celebrate. Hey, everyone, I have great news. God gave me this sickness or disease to teach me something. It is one of the saddest things in Christianity when some Christians give God responsibility for something the devil does. Look at the life of Jesus. Everywhere he went, he healed and delivered people. He did not say to them, be sick in my name or have this disease in my name. The only reason people are that way is they are walking by sight and not by faith. They see someone get sick, and they think it must be God's will. No, no, no. We have to fight the good fight of faith. The devil is not just going to roll over and quit. He hates Jesus. He hates you and I. The devil loves it when Christians give God the responsibility for a sickness or disease. Now, I know that many will twist a few scriptures to try to make God out to be the sickness giver or the disease giver, but he is not. I think often about how many would-be Christians are chased away from Christianity 
because they come across someone who speaks this doctrine that God gives people sickness and disease to teach them something. Galatians 3.13 says that Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. He became a curse for us at the cross of Calvary. And Deuteronomy chapter 28 lists all the curses that we are redeemed from, including all sickness and diseases. But we can choose to walk in some of the curses by believing a lie that God will give you sickness and disease. And the devil is happy to give us sickness and disease in our unbelief. Let's start today in Hebrews 11, verses 6 and 7 in the Living Bible. You can never please God without faith. Without depending on Him, anyone who wants to come to God must believe that there is a God and that He rewards those who sincerely look for Him. Folks, without faith that God is a healer, we can't please God in that area of our walk with Him. We must believe God is a rewarder of those who walk in faith and trust in His promises, not blame God for things He doesn't and won't do. 7. Noah was another who trusted God. When he heard God's warning about the future, Noah believed Him even though there was then no sign of a flood, and wasting no time, he built the ark and saved his family. Noah's belief in God was in direct contrast to the sin and disbelief of the rest of the world, which refused to obey, and because of his faith, he became one of those whom God has accepted. My friends, Noah trusted God and what God said, and we have to choose to do the same thing. Trust God and His holy word when it says that God heals, then He does. Hebrews 11, 5 and 6 in the Amplified Bible. Five, by faith that pleased God, Enoch was caught up and taken to heaven so that he would not have a glimpse of death. And he was not found because God had taken him, for even before he was taken to heaven, he received the testimony still on record that he had walked with God and pleased him. Folks, part of walking with God is not blaming him for anything. God is a good God. He is not a bad God. Sickness and disease are not good. Poverty is not good. Sin is not good. We can't blame God and then wonder why we are not walking in the blessing cycle. Six, but without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. My friends, instead of blaming God for things, we should walk with Him in faith. He is not pleased with us when we walk outside of faith in any area. When we walk outside of faith in any area, including healing, we are essentially calling God a liar, and He cannot lie and will not lie. Now I want to read a couple of definitions for blame from the dictionary. Number one, to hold responsible or find fault with. Folks, do we really want to find fault with God or hold Him responsible for evil things? Definition two, to place the responsibility for a fault or air, etc. 
My friends, I wonder how God feels when we do that to him, blame him or put responsibility on him for something that the devil did, something evil like sickness and disease. Now, Proverbs 19.3 in the Amplified Bible, the foolishness of man undermines his way, ruining whatever he undertakes. Then his heart is resentful and rages against the Lord. For being a fool, he blames the Lord instead of himself. Folks, well, that was pretty blunt, huh? The Bible tells us we are a fool when we blame him instead of ourselves. When we point our finger at God, we have four fingers pointing back at us, the one responsible for messing up. Sometimes it is not even the devil's fault. We just mess up and then blame God due to ignorance of what the Word of God says. Romans 14, 12 in the Amplified Bible. So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. My friends, none of us want to give an account of ourselves to God and explain why we gave responsibility to God for something the devil did. Now, closing 1 Peter 5, 8 in the Amplified. Be sober, well-balanced, and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. Folks, the devil prowls around like a lion, and he's looking for people to devour. Sickness and disease devour people. Let's not blame God or place responsibility on him for something the devil did to us. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. We choose not to play the blame game, Father, to blame you for things you didn't do. We choose to repent quickly, Father, if we ever do that, and thank you for your mercy and love. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.